Hello and welcome to the Shiny Bees podcast, a podcast for those who like their knitting, comedy and yarn in equally large measures. I'm your host Joe Milmine and this is episode 63, Over the Hills and Back to London. everybody and welcome into episode 63 of the show. Today is Tuesday the 8th of September 2015. How are you all? I hope you are all fantastic since last time I spoke to you. I have returned from the big smoke, the big city, London and I'm firmly ensconced back in uh, rural Idle in northern Scotland. Today we are going to have quite a laid back episode, there'll be somewhat of a return to the usual format although not too rigid um, after a very exciting yet tiring weekend down in London. Also today I have a co-host in my office and um, not the usual fairy co-host I will add at this point. You will hear the odd bubbling noise and that is because my office has turned into a brewery it would seem. We don't have many places to brew beer in the house and my husband is brewing some beer for a charity beer competition. So in absence of any other suitable or sensible places to brew said beer, he's decided he's going to brew it in my office, but that's where I do my recording. But I didn't want a bubbling barrel of beer in my bedroom (laughs) and I certainly didn't want it in the yarn vault, so... As I definitely was not going to put bubbling beer in either child's bedroom, I'm afraid. Production moved to the far side of the office. Hopefully it won't be too distracting for you and will in fact provide some comedy value. He's brewing a IPA. And we've tried brewing beer before when we were in Africa, but it was full mash beer that we were doing from scratch with like the hops and the barley and everything proper from scratch. Because we don't like to do things by halves in this house, as you've probably picked up. Uh, That wasn't the most successful of enterprises, shall we say, because it was far too hot in South Africa and the beer went off because it was too hot, even though we air conditioned the room to keep the beer cold enough. We've actually have to put the heating on to keep the beer warm enough. Um... It's been brewing for a few days now, so it isn't quite as lively as it was, but there's still the odd uh, the odd bubble going on. So it's a bit of making of a different kind. Apparently we're going to have 40 pints of the stuff when it is done. So we'll see how it turns out. This was one with a syrup, I think, and he's added the water and stuff and the yeast to that. So we'll see how we get on with that. If it's any good, then apparently there's a Christmas brew we could do. So yeah, all good. Interesting, interesting. Keeps him out of trouble, doesn't it? keeps him out of trouble and my office smells of beer so uh, all good I would say all good so what have I got for you today well it's a gentlemanly or gentlewomanly if you will stroll back into the usual format I've got a bit of enablers corner there's a bit of news about upcoming shows that you may want to consider checking out there's a bit of great London yarn crawl rundown because I know some of you went but a lot of you didn't get to go, so I'll give you my uh, thoughts on that. And then I've got a pattern pick for you. Very excited. I found this one absolutely hilarious. Spot it, and it was completely um, randomly sort of spurred on by a comment I made to Louise uh, 
um, Scully regarding Super Mario and those fire-breathing piranha, piranha plants, the ones that stick up out of the green, po um, the green pipes. And then that turned into a Super Mario pattern pick. So get yourselves some homebrew and your current work in progress. Get comfy, put your feet up and we will crack on with the show. Enablers Corner then. I'm almost timing these segments to avoid the bigger of the bubbles through the airlock. It's hilarious. Anyway, um, this week Enablers Corner is sponsored by something that's not knitting but is to do with wool, specifically tapestries. At Great London Yarn Crawl at the weekend, I came across Hannah Bass, who makes a range of map-themed tapestry kits of various cities. And if you saw the periscope I did on Saturday morning, where I basically took you on a Challenge Annika-style um, romp, shall we say, around the old uh, Chelsea Town Hall, um, Hannah Bass was one of the vendors that completely sucked me into the corner where I had a look at all the first stuff. She produces these kits of different cities and there are quite large-ish kits, come in very nice boxes, pink and gold boxes, and um, beautiful packaging and branding. And essentially, the she takes the map of the city and she'll draw it and transform it into a tapestry pattern and then she packs up the canvas and all the different colours of yarn that you need into a beautifully packaged box uh, for your enjoyment, basically. I wasn't entirely convinced to start with because I saw a picture and I thought you were going to have to count the little squares like cross-stitch, but you don't. The good thing is, is it's only half the work of cross-stitch because you only do diagonal stitches and not crosses. And um, the other good news is, is that the canvas is already printed with the colours. So all you're doing is basically colouring in. So it's colouring in for adults, but sewing colouring in rather than colouring colouring in. Um, I thought that the way she'd done the colours and depicted the different parts of the cities was really clever. It was very aesthetically pleasing while still having an obvious kind of craft element to it in terms of making. It wasn't a real twee thing. It was quite stylish. And the reason for that, I think, is because she was an interior designer for 10 years. So all of the colours, you know, they look really nice. It's one of Moscow that's all done in uh, greys and blacks and then Moscow's in red. And um, San Francisco's all rainbow coloured. And she's got some more cities coming out. There wasn't a Manchester one, thankfully, which meant I could avoid buying one straight away. However, I did ask her to do a Manchester one. And um, I asked, was Johannesburg available? And it isn't, but Cape Town is nearly ready to go. So I will do a Cape Town one, I think. So she will definitely be on my list for Christmas. So if you wanted something that's a little bit different and that will make something nice that you will be able to use afterwards, um, I would definitely recommend out um, the map tapestry kits at hannahbass.com. I will put a link to her in the show notes. And she was lovely. She was sat there sewing away at her little... Um, at another sample it was great so that is www.hannabass.com news segment pacey pacey today don't sit down kids we're going to crack through this show like there's no tomorrow 
upcoming shows for you in the UK show calendar. Next weekend, you've got Bristol Wolfer, which will be on the 11th to the 13th of September. There's also going to be Yarndale towards the end of the month, the 26th to the 27th of September. That's taking place in Skipton in Yorkshire. It's always a big show. As you guys know, it's not my favourite show, but I will be going. And lovely Isla of Brit Yarn is going to be arranging some kind of informal meetup, which I'm going to obviously go along to because she's lovely. So... She's going to send me some details of that and once I get them I will pass them on to you guys in case you will be in attendance. But if you are going and you would like to come say hello to me um, then please do come over to the Ravelry group or send me a message. I would love to meet up with you all. I did get to meet some lovely listeners uh, this weekend in London all of whom I freely gave hugs to and you can have hugs too if you would like um, at Yarndale so give me a shout and I'll know who to look out for. Also next month and in Northern Scotland for once, for a change, we get a show up here and we have the Highland Wool and Textiles Fair which will be at Eden Court in Inverness on 17th of October. It is between 10 and 4. Quite easy to get to from Inverness Railway Station. It's just a short walk and uh, I went to the show last year. It's a really good show, lots of variety and different stuff that you don't get everywhere. Not quite so heavy on the yarns as it's the textile show as well, but if you like Harry's Tweed, if that's your bag, um, then there was loads of that there last year. So one to check out if you're into um, Scottish themed textiles in particular. And as I said, that's at Eden Court in, in, in Venice. So I'll put links to all of those in the show notes and give me a shout if you are attending. I'm not going to Bristol Woolfield because I'll be in Manchester at New Media Europe, hopefully winning a podcast award. But if not, I'll be looking fabulous in my almost finished shawl. Um, but hopefully I will be going across to Inverness, although I may well have to take the miners to that as well. So we'll see. We'll see. But there are the upcoming shows. And um, if you, there are any more that I don't know about or any more that you're going to, give me a shout. So as I mentioned, and as you're aware, as they also were as show sponsors for July and August, the Yarn in the City Great London Yarn Crawl took place Saturday gone in and around London with a pop-up marketplace in Chelsea Old Town Hall. I did not take part in the actual crawling part of going around the shops and opted instead to um, hang around the marketplace and volunteer on the P-Hop stall and do some wheeling and dealing and schmoozing and see lots of people around there. So first up, Pennies Per Hour of Pleasure, P-Hop, for those of you that are not aware of it, is a charity fundraiser which raises money for Médecins Sans Frontières, uh, which is a charity that Doctors Without Borders in English and it, they help, they do laws of work everywhere, they bring medical care to people who need it most and can't access it and they're also doing a lot of work with refugees. Um, particularly in Syria at the moment. So um, I was along there with lovely Poked a Goblin, Alice, and my uh, partner in crime, Kate of Kate's 12, was there as well, along with um, Jem, Dudley, and Sock Kate, who may well come back onto the show with some sock action for us soon, I hope. And uh, we had a wonderful 
time there. We set up the stall and lots and lots of lovely customers coming along, picking patterns and donating to the cause. Now, if you don't get to go to a lot of UK yarn shows, or indeed if you're not in the UK at all, you can still contribute to this. You can go to um, the P-Hop website and download the patterns. And the idea is, is you download a pattern and you donate a suitable amount of money based on the number of hours of pleasure you will get from making that pattern. So some people um, donate for the pattern once and they donate that what they would normally pay for a pattern. Some people donate every time they knit the pattern. Um, some people gift them, some people just donate and don't take a pattern. But there's loads of them now. There's about 40 patterns now and some really nice ones as well. So um, if you're looking to do a bit of good with your charity knitting, and we all know I'm a, I'm a big, big fan of that, um, and get your knitting fix at the same time, then P-Ops a brilliant option. There's some top designers have donated patterns for free from the likes of um, Carrie Westerman, Arsa Tricosa, um, Annie Canales. There's loads of different people who've donated patterns. Uh, so get yourself over there and check them out. But yes, I was helping out on that stall. Disappointingly, there was no Diana sweater on it because Diana sweater is my favourite um, item of P-Hops. Uh, but we got to meet some lovely knitters and do lots and lots of chit chat. Also going on on the day was the pop-up marketplace, which had the veritable who's who of the UK yarn scene in attendance. And I have some of my favourites that I'm going to share with you in a little while. Uh, but the most important thing is, is what, what did I end up buying? I went to buy some lace weight to make Frost at Midnight. That did not occur. I did not find the lace weight that I wanted. I didn't find any lace weight that I wanted. I want something that's approaching the same blend that was used in the original pattern, which is fibre space. I don't want fibre space lace. I want an indie lace or some other company's lace, but I don't want that particular one. And that is, I think, a 55% merino, 45% silk blend, lace weight. So ideally, I think maybe a 55% BFL, 45% silk could work. Maybe something with a little bit of alpaca, but not too much, because it does still need to have some structure. Um, but that's roughly what I'm looking for. And there just doesn't really seem to be anyone doing a lot of lace, considering it, it's summer. I know it's been cold, and I've been going on about how cold it's been, but there's really just... A lot of people just don't seem to have much lace weight in their inventory and certainly not like a semi-solid slash solid lace weight which is what I'm looking for because it's for the cardigan. I'm just falling a bit short really in terms of trying to find something that will work. It does need to have silk in it so I did not buy that. What I did get was because I need more four-ply, because I have obviously don't have enough in my life, um, running a company that sells four-ply yarn, um, I bought some Ginger Twist Studios Splendor, which is a 50% merino, 50% silk, four-ply yarn, uh, in the colourway Melon Balls on Fire, which is an orange colourway, semi-solid, with some sort of going through almost a kind of yellow. And I've loved this yarn, and I've not bought it three times, and I've agonised over the fact that I loved it so much. But I wasn't going to buy it because I don't need any more four-ply. Um, so I went to pet it again. And I just picked it up and I had it in my hands that long. I felt rude putting it back down with like shiny sweat on it. So I was like, right, okay, I'll take this one then. So I bought that. And I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. It's beautiful. Um, 
And I also, I was really good before the yarn though, and I bought a screen print from a lady called Kayleen Alder, who runs Kayleen Alder Illustrations. And she's done a range of uh, printed designs of various different things, but the one that I got was a ball of yarn uh, that was hand-drawn, and then it was screen printed with the colours um, from red through to yellow. So it's a bit of a theme going on here. Uh, with this these kinds of colors i think and um it was really really keenly priced i think it was about 20 quid something like that i got number one number one of 100 obviously um and she's poached very kind she decided she said she would post it up to me um because i didn't want to get it in the frame and try and take it back in my hand luggage on the plane because there's nothing left of it so she's posting that to me um she is at kayleenolder.com i'll put a link in the show notes she has some really cool nitty themed um, illustrations and also she does an illustration slash word poster with song lyrics that I thought was really clever so I might get one of those but really good Christmas presents actually um so that was good we liked her and then I bought some socks it's become a bit of a thing because Millie always complains that I don't knit him any socks because I can't knit them quick enough he's got massive feet um so every time I go to a show I go and buy some socks from John Arben and I got him four pairs this time, which may have been overkill in a lot of respects, but the cotton socks that he really likes were on offer. So he ended up getting more than I originally anticipated because I know how much he likes those socks. So he did pretty well out of it. In notable mentions in dispatches then from the show, people I think you should go check out. I have my top three there, and there were a lot of awesome people there apart from this with some really nice yarns some really interesting products but I have to pick some favorites and number one favorite and the first time I've seen this this wool in the in the fiber if you will is the wool kitchen who is based in East London the lady who runs it is called Helen and she's absolutely lovely not just because she's an northerner exiled in London but because she's actually lovely as well but being a northerner automatically gives you at least 50% more brownie points with me than um, than not being, shall we say. I'm not, you know, I'm not racist. If you're not Northern, I'll still like you. But, you know, I do like a good Northerner and she's lovely. So she has, uh, she does lovely, really bright, bright colours. And the one I think you should go check out is called Urban Hints. These come ready bold and it's like a gradient, but not. So it's like a two colour yarn that works in the same way that a gradient would work in that you start with one colour and it goes through to the other. But it's a bit more of a, um, there isn't a gradient shift on it. It's like grey and blue or grey and pink. But what does happen is the, um, the yarn sort of pixelates with the stitches and it turns like pixely from one colour to another colour. Um, as a kind of random, almost like if you had two colours of um, sand and you push them together and the bits of each colour on each side, like that, if that even makes any sense. But in the knitted form, um, I will get a picture if I can. I'll have to, I, I might have to ask Helen because I don't think I took a picture of the actual, um, the actual shawl she'd done in it. But um, something different, something I've not seen that particular technique done before and something that's would make a really nice effect on shawls etc um if you're going to knit them so that's the wool kitchen i'll put links to her in the show notes she's on facebook and etsy i believe next up 
is Travel Knitter, which is owned by Larissa. She's also an East London dyer, and she is the queen of beautiful saturated yarns, basically. If you like rich colourways um, that are quite saturated, then she's the girl for you. If you like red yarn, hold the phone. Just chuck everyone else's out, because she's the only person... Um, who does a red yarn that I that I rate in terms of shades? Um, she does some beautiful reds, and um, I have some of her red yarn in my stash that she dyed for me. It's beautiful. Not not knitted it yet. Need to really. And um, she's absolutely lovely as well. So that's um travel knitter, and again I think she's on Etsy for her shop front, and she has a website as well, and links will go in the show notes for that too. And lastly, but by no means least, I have Midwinter Yarns, which is owned by Estelle Ebley, assisted by her lovely husband, they just got married recently, uh, Mark. And if you are into your more rustic Scandinavian woolly yarns, your hard wearing, kind of proper sort of beefy wool yarns um, or you're into your Scandinavian knitting then they will have the product for you. They also have a really nice range of really colourful linens so if you want in linen yarn again get yourself over to Midwinter Yarns and they will provide. They're doing quite a few shows I think they're also at Yarndale um, but they have a website as well and I will link to that in the show notes. So as I said the my top three from this show by no means does that mean that everyone else was rubbish? That's not true at all. They were just ones that um, I agonised with buying things at their store, <laughs> essentially. Um, so I'd love to encourage you to go and check them out. So that was The Wool Kitchen with Helen. That was Travel Knitter, who is Larissa, and Midwinter Yarns, who are Estelle and Mark. So, the pattern pick, it has been a while. It has. Although there's been no shortage of comedy patterns being sent to me, and indeed, if you find a comedy pattern and you would like to share it with me and everybody else, head on over to the group on Ravelry and post your comedy patterns there so we can extend the comedy pattern fun. This week, it's all about Mario of Super Mario Brothers. I'm going to put it out there because I feel like it's a little bit of a fail. There are no dogs in knitwear in this particular pattern pick, but there is a tissue box cover and that's the main thing. So without further ado, we'll crack into the pattern pick. You can find all of these on the set on Ravelry in my queue under the heading Mario and I am going to start to put them on Pinterest as well, so it's easier for those of you who are not on Ravelry or don't really know where to go to find them, uh, to see them all quickly in one place. So first up, the Super Mario Sweater by Joanna Rankin. This is a free pattern for a colour work at Super Mario Fest, it's Intarsia Super Mario Fest. On the front, um, it has a scene from Super Mario where little Mario is underneath the little, you know, they get the lines of bricks that he can jump on and they have those question mark blocks that you have to bounce into and something will pop out of the top of it. Well, it's one of those basically. And on the back, um, it's got 
of extension of the scene, if you will, where the score is in the top corners or on the shoulders. And then there's one of those green pipes that I mentioned earlier that you could jump on top of and some of them you can duck down and you go into them into the underground. Now, the reason why this one was picked was not only due to its um, massively awesome aesthetic and I really like the way that it looks just like a Super Mario scene, um, but mostly because the model, modelling said vest, was taking catalogue posing to an entirely new level. Hands on hips, looking off into the mid-distance with his Super Mario vest on. He was loving it, and uh, so was I, frankly. This was also knitted on 2.25mm um, and 3.25mm needles. Now, that is not a challenge to be undertaken lightly, particularly not... At the size, this must have been done to fit said um, catalogue model. God have taken a reasonable amount of time to do that. And uh, for that reason, muchos respect from me. Next up, we have the Granite Square Raccoon Mario Bedspread by Janet Carito. This is another free pattern and it is for a crocheted Super Mario bedspread made basically out of 2 by 2 inch granny squares. So it's a bit like a kind of pixelated version. The little granny squares are the pixels and they're done in different colours and then you attach them together to make Super Mario, um, but not Super Mario, it's Super Mario who's in a raccoon suit, uh, make a mural basically of of that, which is very cool. I thought it was good because it's, it's like a big project, but a small project, isn't it? You know, you do your little granny squares when you're out and about in various colours and then you put them all together. Sewing them up would be a big project, but you put them all together and you make this bed be quite cool. Next, I have Super Mario Brothers Crochet Question Mark Block Tissue Cover. For those of you that have come to the show recently and maybe haven't experienced one of the pattern picks before, in almost every pattern pick, there will either be a dog in knitwear a tissue box cover or a toilet roll holder of some description uh, and then usually some very fringe fashion item. They tend to be the three criteria that needs to be in every pattern pick and this one is no exception because I've got the question mark box tissue cover. This is by Kristen Dragos and it is a paid pattern. It's $1.19 US dollars and um, it is a little square tissue box cover with a question mark on. So, if that one isn't for you, this one almost certainly will be. Actually snorted tea down my nose when I saw this bad boy. And that is the Super Mario onesie and cap by Tiggs Togs. It is for Euros 80 and it's a pattern for a onesie with a matching hat. I particularly liked the description of this one which reads thus it is a well-established fact that the only thing cuter than a baby is a baby with a big fake moustache seriously it's on the internet so therefore it's a fact of course to pull off the moustache look a well-dressed baby needs a suitable outfit and what better outfit to go with a moustache than everyone's favorite mushroom loving plumber mario this suit may look like two separate pieces, but it is in fact a one-piece romper suit with shoulder opening and inside leg opening for easy nappy changing. The pattern for the cap is also included. Bonus! 
I have also included a printout cutting guide for all of the felt decorations, including the felt moustache, to sew onto a suitable pacifier. Simple ones with no handle and air holes in the guard work are best for this. I have also included the sewing pattern for the little star plush toy. This pattern uses knit and purl, stockinette stitch, increases, decreases and Judy's magic cast on. So yeah, the only thing cuter than a baby is a baby with a big fake moustache. It's very funny. The picture's very funny. He is a bit raging. I don't think he really agrees with the whole thing. Um, but yes, that is the Super Mario onesie and cap by Tiggs Togs. Next up, we have the Bowser backpack, which is a free pattern for a knitted backpack in the shape of Bowser, King of the Coopers, Bowser's shell. It is basically a knitted turtle shell with little spikes on it and then there's a pocket on the inside for you to put all your stuff. And last but by no means, and I mean no means least, we have the Bowser costume for a box turtle. This is a free pattern for a crocheted shell cover for an actual tortoise to make your pet tortoise into Bowser from Super Mario Brothers um, and, and the pattern description reads thus turn your turtle into Bowser from Super Mario Brothers this costume is made by crocheting seven hexagons seven cones and seven eye cords and sewing them all together to create a spiked shell like the famous King Coopers with this on his back your turtle will be the toughest pet on the block hilarious it is actually hilarious on these little turtles. One of them's got quite orange eyes and looks a little bit evil and King Cooper-ish, which I think is brilliant. Um, and I'm not going to lie to you, this pattern was the whole reason that the Mario pattern came out. They are by no means the only comedy patterns within the Mario subset, if you will. There are seven pages of patterns, so if you like your Super Marios, um, just whack that in there and you're sure to find... Uh, some super comedy ones including a really chunky little baby with a mushroom hat on uh, amongst other delights shall we say so big up to all of those designers who have uh, created those comedy patterns for us all to enjoy in the mario pattern pick if you have any suggestions for pattern picks or any particular topics you would like to see me cover in a comedy style um get in touch send me an email at shinybeesinfo.com and at shadowbeesinfo at gmail.com even and I will do my utter best to find something amazing and comedy for you on that subject. Well, I'm afraid that is all we have time for for this episode. I did promise you it would be a rather pacey uh, canter through uh, a normal-ish uh, segment list and a return to the usual solo format for me apart from my uh, friend Bubbles over there in the corner uh, so I hope you have enjoyed the show a couple of you have been in touch to ask when um, the normal format was coming back even though you love the interviews you wanted some more comedy knitwear and hopefully that will have been enough to keep you going at least next week there will be a podcast break um and I'm sure there'll be some comedy stuff to fill you in the week after. Um, obviously this weekend we're away down to Manchester for the whole weekend. 
and we have some appointments and things to do in the northwest um on monday and then on monday afternoon we're going to stay in a caravan um with both the kids and the dogs on a little um sort of family holiday if you will so i'm going to be off grid and uh, as such we're going to have a little break from the podcast and bring it back to you the week after and back into the normal format there will be some changes to some of the segments and with regard to the sock surgery it will continue however it will not be featuring claire for the foreseeable future unfortunately or fortunately it's really good news and that claire's become um really busy and had loads of new opportunities open up to her and unfortunately that means that she can't um do everything so she's um resting the sock surgery for now we may be able to welcome her back towards the end of the year perhaps um but in the meantime i've got some other guest stars lined up to cover the subjects we'd intended to cover so the sock surgery will continue and claire still will be floating around um the groups but this is the nature of the beast when you plan a year-long project and things change really fast so we have to kind of be alive to that and um you know, Claire's got to take these brilliant opportunities that are coming her way. So, it will continue. Don't panic. No need to throw your socks to the corner yet. Um, but it will be in a slightly different format with some guest co-stars. So, I'm very much looking forward to that. So, other than that, I will see you a week on Tuesday. Unless something crazy happens, I decide to do a podcast in the meantime, but it will be resting for a week and back the following week, which will be the 25th, 22nd, yeah, 22nd of uh, September. And hopefully I'll have some comedy stories and some good news from the UK Podcasters Awards. I will be doing some periscoping and some tweeting and things from that on uh, Saturday and Sunday so if you don't already follow me on Twitter or Periscope then now might be a good time to do so if you are interested in everything that's going on. So in the meantime I'm about to go work my fingers to the bone to finish this beautiful shawl on behalf of all of you and I hope you'll have a wonderful week. Happy crafting and I'll speak to you all again soon. Bye! Listening to the Shiny Bees podcast, a podcast for those who like their knitting, comedy, and yarn in equally large measures. If you'd like to get in contact with me, you can do so via the blog, or I'm Shiny Bees on Ravelry, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, and Facebook. You can email me at shinybeesinfo at gmail.com. Music for this episode is provided by Music Alley, and it is Adam and the Water Boys, and I need a drink. I need a drink. <laughs>